Yo, wake up. It's Monday. It's time to get it going. Because every single Monday, I have a challenge for you. Are you ready for the challenge? Authentic, positive mindset warriors are always ready for the challenge. So if you down for it, man, then challenge on. I got six jobs. I don't get tired. I don't get, I don't get tired. What is up today is a beautiful, beautiful Monday. It's because you woke up. I'm so thankful that you clicked on this episode today, man. I'm bringing you this good energy. I'm going to tell you how I do it. I mean, look at the title. We're talking about the Beast Mode Morning Routine, man. I'm going to tell you how I do it on this episode of the Authentic Positive Mindset Warrior, man, bringing you these episodes every single Monday. And now you know if I'm going to give you the challenge today, on Wednesday, I want you to listen to the dark side of your authenticity, which is the exact opposite of this episode. And what do I mean by that? The dark side of your authenticity gives you the ugly. So I'm going to tell you about a time that I really did not have a consistent morning routine and what that did to me. <laughs> That's going to be a great episode because Wednesday episodes, the dark side of your authenticity, I give you the bad and the ugly of what I've experienced, the things that have happened in my life. All the way up until now. This is not like things that have happened 10 years ago. This is like recent. I'm giving you authenticity. So when I talk about giving you authenticity, I'm going to tell you about the good, the bad, and the ugly in my life. I'm not here to lie to you. I'm not here to bullshit you. Nobody has time for that, man. So when I give, when I talk about authenticity and you see the word authentic, I want you to think of Fred Blumenberg talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly. That's what authentic means. That is what it's all about. My community of authentic people are in my Be Authentic Positive Vibes community. I want you to click the link in the description of this episode so you can get into that group. It's a private group, man. It's people just like me. They're about the grit, the grind. They want something that's real, tangible, and intangible. They want something that they believe in, and they want some. They want people that are just like them, man. So I want you to get involved in this group. There's a lot of stuff that I post in this group that I don't post online, and it's a reason. So 99.9% of the content that I post in there, I do not post on social media. There's some content, like there are a few times I post LinkedIn articles in there, and there are a few things that I might post in there, like videos that I might post on regular social media. But 99% of the interaction and the things that I say and do in that group do not go on regular social media. So I want you to click the link in the description because that's closer contact to me. Also, make sure that you click the link to get in, uh, to contact me through my uh, community number. I have a community number. Yay. And uh, I always respond to that community of people because, again, that's the closest contact that you're going to have to me if you're not a paying client, right? And then, of course, my paid clients, they always get the, the closest, most intimate contact with me because they're my clients. They're the people that are paying me for my services. So, guys, today's episode, we're talking about the Beast Mode Morning Routine Challenge. Beast Mode. You want to know how I stay positive, upbeat, motivated, able to deflect negativity, able to stay positive and happy-minded. I'm going to tell you how I do it. And it all begins with the morning routine. It all begins with the morning routine. I never used to have a morning routine, and I found myself losing a lot in life. When I say losing, I mean I was not getting the results that I wanted. I mean, do you feel like that right now? Like you just can't get the results that you want? You feel out of control? You feel like everything just seems to be happening to you? Well, I'm going to tell you how I created this positive mindset, how I deflect negativity so easily, and how I'm able to continue that every single day. I'm going to give you the tip, uh, the tips, the tricks, the hacks that I use. And guess what? You already know a lot of this shit. 
You already do. I'm not saying anything otherworldly. I'm just going to give you a, a twist, a spin to it so that you understand how I do it. And what I want you to do is I want you to use it and then find your groove with it. So when I talk about any strategy, I'm going to give you the strategy. But it's like I want you to think like baseball. You know, when, when you watch a, a baseball game, uh, there are many people that come to the plate. I want you to think of yourself as the batter. There's a specific way to have a batting stance to be taught at first. Have the A-frame and make sure that your elbow is up and make sure that you swing through evenly. You know, everybody knows that not everybody has the same batting stance because, you know, they got to find their, I call it the groove. You got to find your comfort zone. That's the groove of how this feels when you swing the bat to hit the ball. Because ultimately what you're trying to do is get the ball in play and, That could be used as another metaphor. Don't swing for the home run. Home runs only come with more at-bats. So I'm I'm saying a lot here, so I'm going to break it down. So let's get back to the batting stance uh, before I get into the beast mode morning routine. The batting stance is really just a basic program. It's a basic system that you can use so that you can understand how to swing the bat, how to step in the box, how to identify certain pitches, and how to identify pitch count, what's coming, etc. What do most people do? They study (laughs) they study the batting stance, they study the program, they study the pitching, they look at every angle but get in the fucking batter's box. Think about what I just said. Everybody likes to study a lot of shit. They get all the information, yet they don't take action. There's a lot of people that I know, in specific, there's a couple that I know, that do this all the time, that take in a lot of information and don't take any fucking action. So you can study how to swing a bat all you want. You have to get in the fucking batter's box. You have to. And when you get into the batter's box, you're going to fucking strike out the first 20 times. Like, so your, your job is not to, you're not going to just get in there, swing and hit a home run based on what you've learned. You have to learn how to get a fucking hit. You get what I'm saying? Like, there's so many people that are out here trying to swing for the fences. And it's like, you don't even know how to get a hit, bro. Like, just get a fucking hit. And be okay with that. That's why I say, hey, I celebrate small, you know, uh, anytime I get a a sale. And this doesn't mean I'm like a super beast mode yet. You know, I'm going to get, I'm getting there right now. Things are starting to take hold. But what I'm telling you is in order for me to really appreciate big purchases, I celebrate every purchase. Every purchase. Anybody that purchases from, I'll celebrate. It doesn't matter if it's 60 cents. I don't care. That to me is a hit. The more hits I can get, that's, that's all I'm looking for is a hit. I'll eventually get home runs, and I have, but I'm not focused on just getting home runs. That's where you get arrogant, cocky. That's where you lose sight of what you're really supposed to be fucking doing, and that's getting on base and scoring. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So let me break it down. I want you to start taking action. Stop analyzing shit, overthinking, praying, researching. The real shit happens when you jump in the batter's box and start swinging because that's real action. Now, when you get in the batter's box, you're going to swing and miss a lot of times. Pitches are going to come real fast. You're not going to know what the fuck is going on, and that's okay. So in real life, when you start out with whatever you're doing, <clears throat> excuse me, you're going to mess up. You're going you're gonna to fuck up. You're not, it's not going to feel right. You're going to fail. Let me say this again, man. Let me say it again. You are going to fail. You're going to fail. Accept failure. Stop thinking the first time you step in the batter's box, metaphorically speaking, of anything, you're going to get a fucking hit. If you get a hit, you got lucky. Listen to what I'm saying. You got lucky. 
Like, figure out what is helping you get that hit. Not, oh my God, I'm great. No, you're not. <laughs> I mean, if you stepped into a major league baseball game and you were on in the batter's box and you got a hit, you got fucking lucky. You don't know which, especially if it's your first at bat, you don't know what the fuck you did to get that hit. You just swung and prayed. You get what I'm saying? So I want you to go from when you start out with whatever you do, I don't want you just hoping anymore. I want you to have accuracy and I want you to know exactly what you're doing. But the only way that you're going to do that is to step in the batter's box, knowing in the batter's box of life, knowing that you're going to fail, knowing you're going to strike out, knowing that if you get a foul tip, that's, that's fucking celebration because at least you got to the ball. You were just a little bit late. You get what I'm saying? I'm trying to slow this down for you so you understand that whatever's in your way of taking action, it's because you want a fucking home run. Stop looking for a home run and just get a hit. Hell, even if you get a walk, you're still on base. That's the point. You want to get on base so you can score. So... Now, when you get in the batter's box and you learn how to get hits, it's not about where, when can I get a home run? It's just let me score as many times as I want. It doesn't matter how I get it. It doesn't matter if I walk. It doesn't matter if I get a single, double, triple. It doesn't matter if I get a home run. I'm not even trying to go for the grand slam. I really just want to get on base so I have an opportunity to score. So in your life, whatever you're doing, I want you to think of it like that. And when you start any new activity, I want you to know you are going to fuck up and fail and lose and look stupid and be embarrassed. And you're going to look like you don't know what you're doing. And I want you to, the reason why I say that is because I want you to embrace that and know it's going to happen. And the problem is most people don't want to get out there and have that happen to them because of ego. It's ego, man. That's the only thing stopping you. Most people, the thing that's in the way is the ego and your unwillingness to let go of this facade that you are holding up. Trying to act like you know what you're doing and you know every step of the way. You don't. Like the only way you get there is through years and years and years of practicing your swing. This is the reason why I'm a proponent of quantity. I don't give a fuck about quality. I'll be honest with you. I, I don't. And you, you probably listen to this like, what does he mean? He doesn't give a fuck about quality. That makes no sense because quantity leads to quality. Do you understand what I mean? Quantity leads to quality. It's not, <clears throat> excuse me, I got allergies, man. It's not the other way around. <clears throat> it's not like the less you do, the better you get. Nothing in life makes that make sense. Nothing. It would be like if your kids learn how to tie their shoes, they'd only do it in three times and they'd be a fucking pro. That's, that's, <laughs> that's like stupid thinking. And unfortunately, even I have done this before. You know, this is before I started my entrepreneur journey, I'll be honest with you, because I used to think, let me do it the, <clears throat> excuse me, the least amount of times to get to be the best at it. And I would uh, consider myself taking the least amount of steps to get to, you know, my destination, which is true. But you can't learn that unless you've done it a billion times. You get what I'm saying? Like... That's with everything. That's why they talk about being a master after 10,000 hours of practice. Because you can't be a master after 100 hours. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. You haven't seen enough situations. People see Tom Brady and, uh, you know, he's winning the, all these Super Bowls. And, and they're like, oh, man, he got lucky. You don't get lucky winning seven, bro. You don't. You don't get lucky winning six, five, or four. 
Like you have a system that works and you just master that shit until one day it just does not work. And that's how I want you to think. It's quantity, quant more. Do more. So I'm going to get into this beast mode morning routine in just a second. But I want to help you understand why I went on that <laughs> 11 minute soliloquy there is because I want you to really understand the importance of doing more. You're doing more. You're not doing less. You're not trying to condense time by doing the least amount of things. Get that thought out of your head. If you don't like what I'm saying in terms of doing more, you might as well turn me off right now and unfollow me everywhere because I want you to understand the importance of doing more. I didn't get to this point in my life by doing the least amount of shit and finding out certain information. I got to this point because I did a lot of fucking shit. I did a lot of shit. I did a lot of trial and error. I did a lot of activity and it wore me out. It tired me to, you know, tired me out to the point where I, I didn't think I knew what I was doing. But that's the point, because at the point of at your breaking point is where you learn the most. Why do you think weightlifters go into the gym and, and they, they power lift to their one rep max? They need to know the breaking point so they can prepare for that and be strong for that. You get what I'm saying? It doesn't mean you're weak. Meanwhile, people that think they're quote unquote strong never go to their breaking point. So I want you to understand the importance of quantity. Now, after my uh, 12-minute diatribe, let's get into the beast mode morning routine challenge. Beast mode. Every single one of these things I'm about to tell you right now on this list, I do every single day. Every single day. This is how I fortify my mindset to deflect bullshit and negativity. Fortify. That means I am in my zone in the morning, locked in with no distractions. I don't give a fuck about what's happening on the outside world unless I'm about to die. Literally. I don't care I don't I don't care about phone calls. Um my phone is on do not disturb. I don't give a fuck who's messaging me. I don't give a fuck who's texted me. I don't care about an email. I don't give a shit about anything that's happening unless I me or my family members are about to die. That's literally what I'm on. So when I wake up, I'm not jumping on social media. If you ever see me on social media, it's because I need to post the quote of the day <laughs> because there's no automatic way for me to just do that. You get what I'm saying? Other than that, I'm not there to talk to you. Now, that might sound harsh, but I've had people that they'll see the green dot or last time he was on here was 20 minutes ago. That doesn't mean I'm ready to fucking talk. I'm not here to talk. I'm here for business. And this is me. This is how I fortify my mindset. So very important things I want you to understand. I don't wake up and jump on social media. I wake up and I have 10 minutes of meditation. So I'm going to give you a list of 10 things that I do. Number one, I meditate. I meditate for 10 minutes. And when I meditate, it's to an app called Insight Timer. I put the app on 10 minutes. I have ocean sounds. You can find your own sound. I have, you know, um, gongs going off. You know what I'm saying? And at this time, what I do is I ask myself specific pinpoint questions. Like, what does the perfect day look like? Uh, where do I see myself uh, in the next year? What do I see myself doing at that time? Down to the detail. What am I wearing? Who am I with? What is the weather like? What are the smells? How do I feel? You know, how much money do I have? Who's enjoying this time with me? And this is to put myself from where I'm at right now. I'm putting myself where I want to be. And I focus on that image every single day for 10 minutes. Down to the point of I am basically saying that is what I'm doing a year from now. 
And so throughout the day, that is my focus, man. I'm buzzed on that. It doesn't matter what's going on. I always suspend thought with whatever's going on. If I have no money, my legs are broken, I don't give a shit. I'm focused on that dreamy image because that is what I'm working to attain, right? So I want you to think about this. So now, number two, the next 10 minutes, I do prayer and gratitude. So when I do gratitude, first of all, when I wake up in the morning, I do my meditation, but I also go in the bathroom when I brush my teeth. I get on my knees and I thank God. I thank God for today. Jesus Christ. Yes. Thank you, Jesus, for blessing me with this day. Amen. That's exactly what I say. Because here's the thing. You don't wake yourself up. <laughs> you might think your alarm, uh, your alarm wakes you up. The Lord wakes you up. Lord willing, you wake up. That's the reason why I say you woke up, you're winning. You get what I'm saying? So you better thank God for the day. That's how I look at it. Okay, so I give my prayer and then my gratitude. I'll say my prayers for other things, but then I look for one small thing one small thing that I'm grateful for. Today, I was grateful that we had an extra coffee pot. <laughs> we have two coffee makers and one of them broke this morning. So that is my one thing that I was grateful for is an extra coffee maker. Sounds stupid, right? But it's about gratitude in the smallest things because when I don't have a coffee maker, I get upset. And so... I want you to look for something small, man. It could be a hot shower, enjoying time by yourself, uh, the quietness of the... I don't give a fuck what it is. It's yours. But it can't be the same thing every single day. This forces you to be grateful for little shit. Because a lot of the little shit you have, somebody else wishes they had. Okay, number three, I write down my goals. And I talked about the W-I-N, the win. Um, I think it was last week, the win challenge, right? Yes, the win challenge. And I'm going to go over that uh, really quickly W-I-N-W, who do I need to help today? I, individual thing I must complete today. And then N, numerical goal I must attain. These help me focus on someone outside of me, W. Then they help me focus on what is the one thing I need to do. And then the N, you have to have like numbered goals so that you know exactly how to get them. Most people just have gray area, ambiguous goals. You don't know what the fuck you're doing with that, and it's not going to help you pinpoint where you need to go or what kind of progress you've made. So W-I-N, if you don't know about that, of course, if you're in my Facebook group, you can just scroll back to last week. It's, it's, the, it's the win challenge. And um, if you aren't, make sure that you get in the group because you'll know all about this. Or you can listen to last week's um, um, uh, Authentic Warrior uh, authentic positive mindset warrior challenge which was last monday you'll have to scroll pretty far because i do a lot of episodes um number four number four review long-term goals i'm basically checking my progress now when i say long-term goals this is like 20 years out y'all so this is 2021 we talking about 2041 what does that look like for me now a lot of you might be thinking what i can't even think till the end of this week that's a problem if you can't think beyond the end of this week or the end of this month or even till next month, you have a, a problem. Yes, I'm going to say this. If you cannot plan your future out beyond the next year, there is a problem. You're living for now, which might sound great, but how are you even going to attain what you truly want if you are basing everything on what's happening now? You're a reactive person. Don't worry. I used to be this way. Don't worry. I'm not attacking you. I'm telling you where my faults were. That was my fault. I would work till payday. The payday would be the 1st and the 15th. So um, right now, the first would be, I think it's the end of this week, right? Yes, it's the end of this week, I think. And so that would be my mindset. Let me just get to Saturday because payday would usually come on a Friday. So Friday, April 30th, I'd be like, let me just get to that day, right? That would be my only focus. 
And then so it's like, well, what do I do after that? We'll just focus on the 15th. And that's all I did. I just focused on paydays. I could never focus beyond that. And that was an issue because I never created long-term goals. So when shit like COVID happened last year, I was stuck. I had no plan. You need to start planning 90 days out. You need to start planning 180 days out. That's six months. You need to start planning one, three, five years ahead, 10 years ahead. You should know this. Now, your morning routine is going to give you 10, I give 10 minutes to each one of these. And your morning routine is going to give you this time. No social media, no email, no text, no interference, no wife, no husband, no nobody, no dog, no nothing bothering you. You have 10 minutes with you and your thoughts to make this shit happen. This is, this is, this is where you are designing what the fuck you want. So many people, I have no time. You have time. Get up 30 to 60 minutes earlier. You don't need to sleep as bad as you think you do. Because if you think you need that much sleep, what happened when you went out with your friends? <laughs> and all of a sudden you come back drunk. 12, 1 a.m. You drunk as shit and you got to get up at 5. Oh, you had time for that, right? I'm being honest. This used to be me. Usually, I go out on a Friday night, come back Saturday morning. Fucked up. I ain't got no time. I had time to drink for four hours. So you are literally giving yourself this block of time to create your future. What do you want? This is very important. Number five, read or listen to a self-help book. Read or listen to a self-help book. For me, I'm a, I hate reading. I literally despise reading. But I can listen to an audiobook because that's easy. That, for me, I can listen. And, and I want you to focus. If you're the type of person that needs to buy the book and listen, fine. But I want you to have intent with what you're reading and or listening to. And when I say self-development, I really want you to seek out someone that is where you want to be. It, it could be someone. And I want them to be super successful, super happy with their life, super married, super known, you know, like, you know, got a lot of money. I, they need to be somewhere that's so far beyond you that you wish you could be them. And the reason why is because you want tips from people that are fucking doing some amazing shit. So if I was to learn how to take swimming lessons and I just, you know, had no way to get in contact with anyone, the first person I would look up on YouTube would be Michael Phelps. Why the fuck would I take it from anybody else? Now, that doesn't mean you don't take it from an average Joe in real life. I'm just saying if I wanted to learn some high powered techniques to shorten my time frame to get the fuck I want, Michael Phelps would be the first one I would seek out. Super successful Olympian, many times over gold medalist. I mean, come on, man. Who, who better to seek out when it comes to swimming techniques, right? That doesn't mean I'm going to become Michael Phelps. It just means he knows a, a lot of little tricks and tips that I could pick up on right now that I could use right now instead of me trying to figure that shit out over a decade. Okay, number six. Listen to a podcast for self-development. Now, again, this is self-development. This is 20 minutes right here. 10 minutes for an audiobook, 10 minutes for a podcast. And again, the podcast is the same thing. Find someone super successful, super happy, super, you know, uh, married, you know, super rich. Find someone that's in a space that you wish you could be because they're going to give you some insight. And podcast is like free information. Everybody wants to jump on Clubhouse. Podcast is free info. The info I'm giving you right now is like free of my time. I'm not trying to monetize this podcast. I'm giving you info for free, dude. So I want you to understand, if you want happiness like me, the information is right. I'm literally telling you. And it's just like earlier today. You can study it and listen to it all you want. Earlier today, meaning I was telling you about baseball. You can study that shit. You have to actually go out there and fucking use it. Go out there and swing your bat. 
because you listening to it and jotting down notes ain't going to help you. It's going to help you retain it. It's not going to help you unless you use it. This is the reason why knowledge is power only when it's applied. Knowledge by itself is not power. There's a lot of idiots that have a lot of knowledge, but they're fucking stupid. I want you to really understand that. Number seven, exercise. Exercise is fucking awesome because it not only releases endorphins, but it helps you defeat stress, man. It helps you understand things better because through exercise, you endure pain, but you feel better at the end. (laughs) Think about that. You endure pain and you feel better in the end. So it's literally telling your mind, hey, this pain is okay because there's a reward in the end. And the reward is actually your body releasing endorphins and helping you feel better. So it's not even focused on the pain you're about to endure. That's the reason why people that are still doing their, you know, people in the beginning of the year, New Year's resolution, want to lose X amount of weight. That's the reason why they're able to lose weight or gain strength over time if they're still doing it now. Because they've realized it's not about the pain. It's about what I get in the end. And then ultimately what you ultimately really realize is whatever you start is not about what's hard. It's about what is what what is it that I want? And you delay your happiness and gratitude for what you want because when you achieve it, it's the most amazing fucking thing because you've worked so hard for it. So the losers, the losers quit because they want to feel good while they're doing it. And that's the reason why they don't last at the end. That's the only reason why this is only for so many people. That's the only reason why there's only so many people happy is because the routine I'm giving you is something you got to do every single day. You got to apply this, man. I'm not happy by accident. I'm happy because I fortify my mindset by doing these activities every fucking day. And it's not that they're painful to do. It's that they're repetitious. And that's where people, you know, even I had a problem with that is consistency. They lack consistency because they literally don't want to do it. They just don't want to do it because they want to feel motivated to do it. And they think feeling motivated or wanting to do it is where the gratitude is and where the happiness is. But that's not what it is. It's in the end when you've finally done it and you feel good and then you get tested by the real world and you're able to defeat it by being Teflon. So number seven is exercise. Number eight's a good one. Make your fucking bed. That's it. Make your motherfucking bed. You probably like, damn, what is it? Because, man, when you get out of your bed, you just need to make that shit so you can tell your brain, yo, we did one task. There's a video by, I think he's a colonel or a sergeant or some high-ranking officer. Please forgive me. I'm probably fucking it up. But you guys can YouTube it. You can just YouTube, make up, make up your bed speech. And, and he talks about the importance of doing that one small task just to start your fucking day. I'm going to leave you at that. Make your fucking bed. Number nine, check your schedule. Now, this doesn't mean you go into your emails and all this other shit. Just check your schedule for the day. What does your schedule look like? Even if you know what's going to happen, write it down so that you can start finding time. The reason why people think they have no time is because their, their day runs them. They have no idea what the fuck they want to do. They know they got to do a lot of shit. They have no idea how to manage that. It's not even managed. They have no idea how to take control of that. See, when you run your day and you know exactly what's happening, you have the opportunity to find time where you thought you didn't. You run the day. People that run the day are proactive. They are able to defeat a lot of bullshit because they see it before it even comes. Now, people that are reactive allow the day to run them. 
That means no matter what happens in their day, they're very reactive because they have no control of themselves or their day. So the day runs them. Bullshit happens. They don't know how to defeat it. They don't know how to adapt or change because the day runs them. So check your schedule and look for time to maximize. Last but not least, number 10, start the night before. This one's probably the most important out of all of these. Start the night before. So what I do before I go to bed every single night, I, I, uh, I weigh myself every single morning because I'm so used to doing it. Um, when I worked out a few years ago, uh, I need to get my ass back in the gym. I've been saying this for the longest, but I used to just track my weight. It was a way for me to track my weight and see how I was doing. And it was a, a scale that gave you your you know BMI and all this important shit. It's pretty cool. And so that's what I do. So I set out the scale. I set out my Crocs next to the scale because I know I'm going to be walking downstairs in the morning. Um, and I used to do that because I used to step on a million Legos coming down the stairs. So I, I got hip and said, yo, I got to have something to defeat that shit <laughs> when my son was little. And so I got my Crocs. I got the scale. I set out my toothbrush um, and uh, uh, my Listerine right on the counter along with my hoodie and um, my shorts. And, and that's it. It's set up to go so that when I wake up the next morning, I just get on my knees. Thank God. Get the toothbrush, start it up, get it going. Start the night before. Set out your outfit. Here's one trick I used to do to get myself to the gym. Um, I would set the car keys on the counter in the kitchen. I would set my gym shoes underneath on the floor next to the uh, uh, counter of the car keys. And I would set my debit cards and my gym card on the counter next to the keys. Along with the garage door opener. Then this way, if I got up late or I said, oh, I can't go, I would look at that and be like, damn, you asshole, you're a loser. It's already set up for you. What the fuck are you? What's your problem? So days that it was hard for me, I would still be able to get my shoes on, get the keys, walk out the door without even thinking even. And I would be saying to myself as I'm driving to the gym, I don't feel like doing this. I'd go into the gym, into the stretch routine. I don't feel like doing this. I would be doing exercises, telling myself, I don't feel like doing this. I don't feel. And then when I was done, I'd be like, damn, I'm glad I did that. Because I literally just did it. My body didn't know anything other than, oh, we're going here, we're going there, we're doing this, and it just did. So so many people don't know how to get themselves in the routine because they literally don't set themselves up. You got to set yourself up. So I'm going to go over it again really quick because I'm running long. Number one, meditate. And each of these are for 10 minutes. You just take 10 minutes. That's all you got to do. You don't even have to do all 10 of them. Just pick three, man, and give yourself 30 minutes. Okay? Meditate. Meditate meditate. When I had my knee infection in the hospital, meditation saved me because I was able to focus on what do I want and extract myself from my current pain into a situation of euphoria. And I only focus on that. Meditate. Number two, prayer and gratitude. Give yourself 10 minutes to be thankful for something and pray to God. Number three, write down your goals. You want to have a purpose-driven life. You want to know exactly where you're going and you want to put tasks towards achieving these goals. Number four, review your long-term goals. Yo, have something that's like 10 years out. Have something that is a long-term destination point because you don't want to just be achieving a bunch of little short-term goals that really end to nowhere. Number five, read or listen to an audiobook for self-development by someone that's super happy, super successful, super rich, like someone that's really, really doing it that they are where you want to be. Number six, listen to a podcast for self-development. Again, these are, to develop, uh, these are to develop your being, yourself, your inner workings of who you are, man. You can't just get better on your own because you only know so much of what you know. 
Number six, listen, or I'm sorry, number seven, exercise. Exercise helps you defeat a lot of stuff and releases endorphins. Number eight, make your fucking bed. (laughs) That's your first task of the day. Number nine, check your schedule for the day so that you run the day and the day does not run you. And number 10, start the night before. Prepare everything so that when you wake up, you just do. Guys, it's your boy Fred Blumenberg on my episode of the Authentic Positive Mindset Warrior. I'm challenging you for this Monday. I'm challenging you for this week. Challenge on. It's your boy Fred Blumenberg. I love you. Be blessed. I will see you on the other side. Subscribe and share. Don't play with the hustle, you eat all your stuff. Don't let me pretend to just be who you are. Get it, get fly. I got six jobs. I don't get tired. I was trying to get it out of here. I want.